for me, one of the most beautiful movies I've seen is called A Beautiful Mind, starring Russell Crowe. The essence of the story is that this great mathematical genius slides into a world of delusion and he separates himself by these delusions from a real contact with people around him. This genius is really saved by his wife who stands by him in love through his great difficulties and his mental breakdown. There's a key moment in the movie where his wife encourages him to go back to the university where he had studied and taught. And the character played by Russell Crowe himself repeats the words of his wife that it might help him if he gets out and meets different people. And gradually, through being around people, he begins to have a real contact with the students of the university. This helps him to heal and eventually to take his place once again as a great teacher of mathematics. I mention this because it points to the healing that can take place when we are properly and personally connected in love to other people. This links to the beautiful feast we celebrate today, a celebration of the very heart of our faith, that the one God who is the source of all things and who is supremely wise and good and merciful as revealed in the reading from the book of Exodus of today's Mass, has spoken to us and acted in our lives according to the inner mystery of the divine life. That inner mystery is the life of a communion of persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And each of these persons, who is truly the one God, has acted for the salvation of the human race. That intervention of salvation is marked by an infinite and immeasurable generosity. God so loved the world that he gave his own Son so that those who believe in him might have life. We strike a keynote of the Trinitarian mystery right at the beginning of Mass. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we pray as we make the sign of the cross. This is a direct quote from the Gospel of St. Matthew. Jesus, before he ascends into heaven, commands that this Gospel should be preached in the name of the Blessed Trinity. But in the second reading of today's Mass, we have again one of the earliest and clearest statements of this mystery of the Blessed Trinity. And it's a greeting from St. Paul at the end of his second letter to the Corinthians, which can be the greeting at the beginning of Mass after we make the sign of the cross. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. That word fellowship is translated in the present ritual of the Masses, communion. The word communion expresses a desire for an intimate and a real contact with God. The New Testament word for this is koinonia, which 
has its provenance in the word koinos, meaning common. And then the, the variations of the word koinos can mean sharing or fellowship or participation. The word koinonia really refers to a loving fellowship, a loving sharing of life in Christ. We see this in the Acts of the Apostles where there's a unity in heart and in soul, a unity of life, a communion of life realized in the breaking of the bread especially. And this overflows into the sharing of goods in the Christian community. The word koinonia or communion or fellowship has other applications as well. I'll just give you a few to give you an idea. But the first letter of the Corinthians, there's a koinonia, there's a sharing as companions with Christ in his life-giving death and resurrection. There's a living and a dying and a rising and a reigning with Christ that's witnessed to in various letters such as chapter 6 of Romans and chapter 2 of the letter to the Ephesians. And in the first letter of St. John, there's this sense of a living bond that unites Christians in the love of God and in the love for each other. This idea of communion is also expressed in the second letter of St. Peter, where in Christ, who shares our human nature, we are brought into a true communion or a true fellowship with God. What's the practical difference made by the doctrine of the Blessed Trinity in our view of God, in our view of ourselves. Remember, we have a tendency to make God in our own image and likeness. And the great statement of the book of Genesis is that we are made in God's image and likeness. The great effort of life is to continue, continually revise how we see God so that we understand how and why God is reaching out to us. And in its turn seeing ourselves made in the image of God, that we should see who we really are and how we come to a fullness of life by truly reflecting who God is in the way we think and act and relate. Well, here is the great difference made by the mystery of the Blessed Trinity. God has spoken about who God really is and the inner life of God. It is not a solitary life. It is rather a fellowship, a profound communion of self-giving between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And this has overflowed into the mystery of our creation and who we are called to be. We cannot think of ourselves in individualistic terms like that great genius mathematician did when he was younger and fell into a way of delusion. But rather, we're called to open up our hearts in a true communion of life with others and to find peace and happiness. And hence, coming back to the second reading where that beautiful greeting is quoted, that the grace of Jesus, the love of God, and the fellowship or the communion of the Holy Spirit would be with those Paul greets, with us. The previous verses talk about a life of communion. Brothers, St. Paul writes, we wish you happiness. Try to grow perfect, help one another, be united, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Continually reflecting on how the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit have reached into our lives and given light 
and warmth and purpose and meaning up to the hope of eternal life. We pray for the grace that we should not live in an individualistic way, but rather be open to the sharing of life. We should be united. We should put aside what is of jealousy and of envy and of rancor and of hatred and rather affirm the mystery of God as love and peace.